0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Casual Experts Only, uh, hosted by me and Luke. Hello. And today we are going to be talking about San Diego Comic Con. Uh, mm-hmm. San Diego Comic Con came and went this past weekend, and there were quite a few announcements, mostly from Marvel. Um, mm-hmm. DC didn't really have a whole lot, and there were a few other like announcements, but you know that weren't like as huge profile right um but yeah i guess just to kick things off let's talk about some of the dc announcements Mm -hmm. so not much coming from like the movie side it seems right like i feel like warner brothers discovery hasn't really decided what they're going to do yet you know with the whole like regime change right so now they're just promoting like what they know is coming out this year black adam and um Shazam. Shazam, Fury right. of the Gods, right. Mm-hmm. Which we did We did get new trailers for those. Um, I wasn't... Like, I was looking forward to, uh, you know, Shazam before the trailer, but I wasn't quite sure where it was going to go. Cause,
1: right.
0: Um, like, I talked about this a bit, because I did do a reaction video for both those trailers, which will be up on the YouTube channel. Which um, I wasn't sure where it was going to go. Like, I, I really did enjoy the first Shazam movie. It was a fun mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. But... Like, for me, for, like, my, uh, my experience and exposure with Shazam, like, yeah, there's, like, you know, the, the, the fun element to it, because, you know, he's a kid, and, of course, it's, like, a kid trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to be a superhero. <clears throat> but there is also, like, a sense of, um, I guess there's this, like, Shaz- Shaz- Shazam's pretty cool, and there are moments where, like, he's a pre- pretty badass character, you mm-hmm. know, just, like, like, he's basically like Thor without the hammer in many ways. Right. Um, but i didn't get a whole lot of that sense in the shazam movie Mm -hmm. i think part of it was like they had a lower budget i remember the the director talking about it and how they were just like kind of cobbling together the costume as they went along Mm -hmm. and like trying to find money you know for for certain stuff so this movie definitely feels like it's higher budget um like the, the costumes look a lot more expensive and more i guess mature i guess you know um and like the muscle padding isn't as prominent you know they did mm-hmm. a better job hiding that um yeah. i think the color grading too looks a little more um i guess more like a like a more intense movie like kind of like black adam it has a similar color grading to black mm-hmm. adam you know so it kind of okay. gives them a more yeah. serious tone i think right plus we have like big you know monsters like uh you know a giant dragon and stuff like that so it seems like a mix of, you know, still the fun elements of Shazam, but there's really a little more oomph to it in this one, right. which I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to.
1: Yeah, so I had a question about the trailer. There was um, one shot towards the end with uh, Rachel Ziegler from West Side Story. Yes. And uh, do you know who she's playing?
0: <clears throat> no, and that's the thing. They actually showed her earlier in, in, in the trailer, too, mm-hmm. and she had, like, Greek armor on. Okay. So I'm guessing she's somehow like kind of an ancient being, kind of like Calypso and uh, Hespera, the, you know, um, Lucy Lou and Helen Mirren characters. Okay. I'm guessing she's going to be somehow related to them and like ends up helping the Shazam family, but I don't know. They haven't okay. officially said who she is yet. But she did, she definitely has some sort of powers. Right. Which we saw, you know. <clears throat> and then there was, uh, you know, the Black Adam trailer. It was more of a teaser, which right. was kind of funny because they came out with a trailer like a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. and now they have a shorter teaser, probably because the movie's coming out so soon. Right. Um, but that was pretty cool. It showed a lot of the same footage, but then there were a few other shots, like, um, you know, Hawkman trying to hit Black Adam with his mace, and Black Adam just catching it, you know. Mm-hmm. That that was pretty sweet. Um, but not much to say, you know, on that. Like, I was already looking forward to Black Adam before that, So, and they didn't reveal yeah. a whole lot more. They still mm-hmm. haven't really shown any shots of the villain.
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So that was Wait. kind of what my question because in this new look it shows him fighting the Justice Society and so do you think that's going to happen early on and they're going to work together or do you think that's going to be towards the end of the movie and like they sort of that's going to be the third act? Yeah, so I talked about this a
0: bit in my like reaction video. I I'm, I'm think I think what they showed us so far is just the like first half of the movie, like him okay. being awoken, his origin, and then him, you know, battling like I, like what I think is going to happen is, you know, he's going to be woken up by those um explorers or whatever you call right. them and um, archaeologists and the mercenaries that are with them mm-hmm. and then he's he, he, he just kind of going to go on a rampage and right. then I think the Justice Society is going to come to their attention and they're going to show up and try and stop him and then I don't know, for, so somehow I'm guessing maybe Dr. Fate kind of like talks him down or something and they end up teaming up at some point to fight the real villain which has okay. pretty much been confirmed at this point um, I keep forgetting his name but he's basically a demon. Like, I, I, I... What? I looked it up the other... He's had a few, like, incarnations, kind of like, you know, every comic book character, but right. he's basically, like, a demon. And, like, he's usually, like, freaking huge. So... Mm-hmm. And he's... he. I think he's most recently showed up in, like, the new 52, like, Shazam comics. Okay. Um, like, I, I'm pretty sure he's, he's he's been a Shazam villain most often.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or, you know, Captain Marvel. Uh, so... That could be interesting. That there's like an actual villain, but I also kind of like that they haven't really shown us much. You know, we we've right. just seen like the, the the action figure, and like he looks pretty cool in the action figure. But I kind of hope they don't show much, if any, of him mm-hmm. in like the coming promotional material. So it's more just like focused on like, you know, is Black Adam the villain? Is he not? You know. Right so that could and i i do kind of hope this movie doesn't go like the typical route where he just like by the end just a typical hero you know right. i feel like not right. only would that just kind of be like stereotypical a bit boring but it would also be kind of a betrayal of the black adam character who was never mm-hmm. a hero like there are definitely times right. where he's kind of an anti-hero not even to the point of like venom you know right venom is just kind of like t- t- toes the line of actually being a hero black adam's more like occasionally an anti-hero yeah um, not a whole lot there because like we know Batgirl's coming out at uh, mm-hmm. some point next year probably it's really confusing because like it seems like the Flash is gonna like supposedly reboot a lot of stuff but it also seems like DC or uh, Discovery um Warner Brothers like isn't sure where to go at this point right so I mean it's the I feel like they're probably a little wary to release Flash until mm-hmm. they're sure where they want to go because it seems like Flash is going to change a lot of things and basically replace Ben Affleck's Batman with Michael Keaton's Batman which right. I've also heard that there's an end credit scene where Ben Affleck's Batman isn't really, like, dead. He's just, like, trapped on, like, a falling apart universe or something.
1: Yeah, just from what, most... I, what I heard, it sounds kind of like they leave the door open for a potential Smite, Spider, Snyderverse at some point in the future, but yeah. not necessarily, like, <laughs> leading to anything.
0: Right, yeah, so I don't know. But I think the main issue there is Flash kind of has to come out before Batgirl. Because Batgirl, it's basically a mix of Snyderverse characters and, like, Keaton, like, Burtonverse, you know, like, um, Michael Keaton's Batman is the Batman in that. But then you also have J.K. Simmons' Commissioner Gordon, Mm -hmm. you know. So, and apparently, like, there was a recent interview with uh, the directors of Batgirl and they said basically that they weren't told why that was they were just sort of being you know like the one of those ex- executives were just kind of like just just trust us man
1: we have a plan <laughs> you
0: know like oh sure you do yeah okay. so i don't know what they're going to do i feel like batgirl could be really confusing if flash mm-hmm. doesn't come out first <clears throat> right but right. i guess we'll see about but we do have blue beetle too which doesn't seem as connected to the other movies so may, they might mm-hmm. end up releasing that before batgirl and flash but we'll see mm-hmm. Oh, and there's there's there is Aquaman too as well. Comes yeah. out, I think, in March or February. So
1: yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah, that's DC. They really did not do a whole lot, but I guess I I I probably should have expected that because mm-hmm. they you know they they still have DC Fandom. I'm assuming they're going to do it again this year. That's kind of re- replaced their Comic-Con appearances. Right. So it's honestly kind of a surprise they showed up at all. So they're probably going to have a lot more information like this fall mm-hmm. if and when they do a DC Fandom. Right. Um, oh, and speaking of all that, you know, there was that rumor at first that Henry Cavill was going to show uh-huh. up. Yeah. Um, right. and I remember like you said, you know that, uh, you know he's in like the UK filming The Witcher, so it's really unlikely. Right. Um, so like, what do you think? Because there's been rumors going around that like maybe it was just a rumor, or that Warner Brothers actually used that rumor, you know, and fed it to Deadline to like get fans to show up. Like,
1: I'm not really sure because there was a. A new article, I think it was IGN who came out with it today, okay. kind of talking more about sort of the the relationship between Warner Brothers and Zack Snyder, and it was basically said that Warner Brothers <laughs> was never really on board with Henry Cavill's Superman or Ben Affleck as Batman. Like from the very beginning, they were kind uh-huh. of against that. So I'm I'm not sure if Warner Brothers was ever like if they even would it would want to spread rumors like that at all, they were never really behind Henry Cavill.
0: Well, that's true, but, th- but there is also a, like, pretty much a brand new, like, team that's in charge of Warner right. Brothers now. Right, yeah. Almost everybody else has resigned, and, you know, but I also feel like <clears throat> they're still not sure mm-hmm. what they're doing yet, so right. I'm not sure they necessarily would want to do something like that, but, you know, I don't know. I don't think any- anybody really knows for sure. Um, whether it was intentional or not it did (laughs) definitely drive a lot of people um, probably to go to Hall H and also just buzz on the internet so Mm -hmm. but I do know like I have heard like stuff like David Zaslav have said said certain things insiders have said stuff about how uh, you know the new um, leaders executives whatever of Discovery Warner Brothers um, Warner Warner Brothers of Discovery whatever um, want want to focus more on Superman Mm mm-hmm And I feel like it's, it's, it seems like, and I feel like they're probably a little more open to like what fans want. It seemed like, for whatever reason, the executives of Warner Brothers really had like an agenda, but it seemed like a really like floppy, a constant changing agenda. They mm-hmm. they didn't even know what they wanted. All they seems like they they just wanted people to love their movies as much as people love the MCU, but right. they didn't have like a real plan for it. Just every time something didn't go exactly as they wanted, they like freaked out and like blamed the director or something. You know, right. tried to you know change it. So, hopefully, the new powers at be are a little more uh, No, a little yeah. more more what they're doing. But I guess we'll see.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But there's a little bit more DC news outside of the movies. Like there is some comic news. Like there right. is the the series that's been going on. I think the First two issues are out already. Yeah. Yeah. And more coming out that d- Dark Crisis. And mm-hmm. apparently they've sort of like somewhat retroactively right. titled it Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that was the plan the whole time or they're just like, "Oh, let's change it." But, you know. Yeah. E- I think
1: e- either way, I think it's kind <laughs> of stupid how they changed the name because it was pretty clear, I don't know if you've been following it, but it's pretty clear that it's very much a follow-up to the original Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. And I don't think they really needed to add that to the title. I mean, maybe maybe the sales weren't very good, and they're hoping to bring up sales. Maybe. But yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I think it's ultimately unnecessary. I'll, I've read sure. the first couple of issues. It is is really good though. But yeah, I I've
0: been planning on going um, to my comic shop probably this week and trying to get some copies if I can.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but like I, I'd heard of it, but I haven't been keeping up very much with newer comics. Um, just mm-hmm. been kind of busy. So yeah, I kind of feel like it was probably just like a like poor attempt to like hype things up you know like at right. first it's just dark christ and they're like actually it's a sequel to crisis on infinite Earth, you know yeah and People are like oh wow you know but that being said mm-hmm. it does look interesting and i, I do plan yeah. on checking it out yeah um and it, apparently it's supposed to get even crazier and crazier as it goes on so mm-hmm. yeah so we ha- we haven't really had like we've had a few different like events in the comics but there hasn't been like a huge event really since like Crisis on Infinite Earth, at least not to that scale. You know, there's been right. like Rebirth, New 52, all that stuff, but those are almost more like soft reboots. Right. Um, I think probably the biggest thing lately has been like that death metal storyline. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> which was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty interesting. Right. Kind of confusing because they kept like, you know, like they keep like changing stuff, like, you know, Agents of Chaos and Order and all this stuff, and like the Dr. Manhattan's, like, and you know. Age right. order or something but it, it was still pretty cool
1: mm-hmm. yeah um,
0: and now a few different uh dc movies are coming out dc animated movies or dc animated movies are coming mm-hmm. out next year first there's rwby justice league which is apparently i guess rwby is an anime i'm not really familiar with it
1: yeah i think it's pronounced ruby but i'm not sure
0: ruby that makes sense okay uh no idea really what it is (laughs) to be honest with you um but i'm guessing it's just going to be like an anime justice league movie i guess Mm -hmm. yeah i i I don't really know uh then there's um legion of superheroes Mm -hmm. that's coming out and it does seem like they're going to heavily focus on superman or superboy because superboy has like been a part of that team in several different incarnations Right. right Especially in the new one, <clears throat> where it's not really Superboy, but Superman's son, Jonathan yeah. Kent. Um, but, you know, the logo for the movie does have a big superman S behind it. Mm-hmm. And then there is uh, Batman, the doom that came to Gotham, which is, you know, doesn't really roll off the tongue too well, but, you know, it's a Batman movie. So I, I kind of mm-hmm. wonder, it does say DC animated movies. So it seems like the ones that are actually, like, part of the, you know, animated universe are called yeah. DC Universe movies. And the ones that are standalone or DC animated movies, mm. so I'm thinking this isn't related. Like this isn't a sequel to you know the uh, latest Batman movies that came out. The what was it? Um, the mm-hmm. Long, Halloween, Long Halloween Part One yeah. and Two. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's not related to that. Um, but the Legion of Superheroes and then, then then this other one, Justice League War World, those mm. do seem like they are part of the, you know the main DC universe uh, connected universe label. So okay. Yeah, could be interesting. I don't know. I mean, I I, I have been following them after, you know, the reboot they did with uh, Apocalypse War. And, -hmm. like, it's been pretty good. Um, I do like that they are kind of, like, connecting things, like, kind of starting at the beginning. It's kind of interesting. It's kind of something that, like, I wish they had, you know, done with the DC movies, like, the live-action ones themselves. You know, something similar. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen at this point. Uh, But... Yeah, they've been pretty good. Like, that Justice Society one was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it started out being, like, a time travel movie and then ended up being an actual multiverse movie, which was kind of cool. Um, so um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do next with these yeah. animated yeah. movies. Um, <clears throat> I guess moving on to some other stuff, uh, real quick, they did come out with a trailer for The Sandman, the Netflix
1: series. Okay.
0: Which, do you know why it's on Netflix and not, like, a DC
1: thing? No, I, I don't. I mean, it might have something to do with Neil Gaiman. Like, yeah, he might own the rights to it or something like that that's what
0: I was thinking, but I'm, I'm not sure he probably does that like with all his work because I know um bad omens or good omens, good like, omens I, I, yeah, good, good omens he, that is a prime show right so it's uh, he probably just make you know has deals with different you know studios where his work mm-hmm. he probably owns the rights to Sandman and d c doesn't, but it does look really cool. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I, I've, I've read some of the comics, but I'm most familiar with it from, like, the Audible, like, okay. audio-dramatized version they did, which was basically just, like, an audio-drama version of the comic, mm-hmm. and that was really cool. The show seems to really be following the comics a lot, besides, like, a few, like, more cosmetic changes than anything, right. um, you know, like, with some of the characters. Uh, I think the biggest change is probably, like, the whole, uh, it seems like they're kind of gender-bending John Constantine. Yeah, um, which was like it's kind of funny when it, when they when Jenna Coleman first got cast as Joanna Constantine, I was like, really, they're gender bending John Constantine? But then I like read the comics and all that stuff, and you know, Joanna Constantine is actually his ancestor from like okay. several centuries before. Mm-hmm. But in the show, it does seem like they are making you know, once the trailers came out, I'm like, oh wait, you know, it does just seem like a gender bending yeah. John Constantine? Which I don't really think the character works as mm-hmm. a female to be perfectly honest with you and it does seem like they kind of made her more put together than Constantine is which is kind of like mm-hmm. half of the charm of Constantine is that he's just sort of a mess but still manages to like save the world like every other week right. you know so i don't know i mean it kind Constantine...
1: of it might be like a right thing like maybe like <laughs> yeah that's if definitely they think possible they get the name of John Constantine so they just do Joan instead
0: yeah well that's what i was thinking that i mean i i was kind of wondering how much they're going to try and connect this to the dc universe probably not at all right because it's netflix you know but i know the original definitely had you know obvious ties to the dc mm-hmm. universe um i'm pretty sure in one of the comics like martian manhunter shows up so yeah. you know they're probably just gonna like you know because of legal issues like you said not going to connect it much at all mm-hmm. which i mean it's fine it, it, it is a standalone story so no. it 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 does still work pretty well, but it would it would have been kind of cool to maybe have some ties to you know DC at large, but whatever. <clears throat> but yeah, um, I guess let's move on to some Marvel stuff, unless you had any anything else. No. So the biggest thing that came out of well, yeah. So the b- biggest thing that came out of the Marvel Hall H panel was the reveal of Phase Five and part of Phase Six. So, first of all, Phase 5, just kind of a rundown. In February, uh, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp's Mania, which they did actually release some footage. Nice. Um, at, at Hall H, they, they showed people some footage. They haven't released the trailer yet. I'm guessing it's, like, the trailer they're, they're going to release in, like, a month or so.
1: Right.
0: Um, but <clears throat> it did leak online, so I was able to see, like, a leaked version of it before okay. it got taken down <laughs> off YouTube. Uh, but it does not feel like an Ant-Man movie. Okay. Um, it's very, like, serious, and, it like, it almost feels like what we kind of thought Doctor Strange was going to be. Mm. Like, it seems like there's a lot of multiverse stuff going on, and, like, it seems very, kind of has, like, an epic scale to it. Okay. Which is kind of funny. There wasn't even, like, really any jokes, and it's an Ant-Man movie. <laughs> uh, and, you know, we get to see Kang at mm. some point. He sort of, like, dramatically shows up. I, I think they might have showed MODOK as well. Okay. Um, but it seems, yeah, it seems pretty intense, honestly. Which is kind of funny. It's gonna de- definitely gonna kind of be a change from the other Ant-Man movies. But right. I'm all for it if it's like you know kind of fur- furthering the multiverse um, story yeah. that they're going on.
1: We talked about that before. How like
0: I I, I like the first one because it's kind of a heist movie. I mean, it was, it was like right. a little different. And it was a cool intro to the character the second one was just kind of like forgettable to me right. like I, I didn't hate it and it was fun watching it but like i'm not like wow oh man i'm gonna watch that 18 more times you know
1: right right
0: um secret invasion then is gonna come in spring 2023 mm-hmm. they they released some footage for that too and i've heard that it's you know has like a captain america's so, uh winter soldier vibes to it okay yeah that so makes it's sense. gonna be more like a political thriller like spy type movie right um, which could be interesting i am looking forward to that because i really don't like how they, hey, they've handled the scrolls so far no. in the mcu mm-hmm. you know m- making them kind of refugees in captain marvel and then they've been mm-hmm. mostly good so far so yeah. i hope they you know make you know the whole secret invasion thing was that they were like basically evil and you know right. uh pretending to be a bunch of people that they were not you know trying to take up a- guardians of the galaxy volume three yeah um, which we already knew was coming but you know Mm-hmm. Uh, not a whole lot to say about that besides the high evolutionary is the confirmed villain in that right right. Um, played by I I can't I can't say his name right, but he was in uh, Peacemaker.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: He was like the main guy leading their team in Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's Echo coming in summer 2023, which you know it's, it's already made the rounds on the internet, but there's been strong rumors actually from the Weekly Planet like first mm. dropped. Yeah. That scoop that Daredevil is going to show up. Both Daredevil and Kingpin are going to be in it. Daredevil's right. going to have a red and black suit and be looking for Jessica Jones. Mm. And Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin's going to be in it, but he's going to have an eye patch, you know, because he got shot. Right. Um, by Echo in the end of Hawkeye. So I mean, I'll be honest. Like Echo is was like an all right character, but I mostly just want to watch that for Daredevil and Kingpin. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, but mm. you know, I, so there's that, and then. Loki season two is going to be summer 2023, right? Which is like two years after the first season. Mm, yep. Uh, and then there is uh, the Marvels, which is July 2023, July 28th, I think. Um, yeah. So there's there's there, there's that, and then Blade. They finally gave it a release date for Blade, which I which was one of the most interesting things for me on this list. Right. Uh, no, November 3rd, I think, of 2023. Mm-hmm. Which it, it kind of felt like that and Fantastic Four just kind of felt like they announced it and then it's like, didn't, you know, like we, yeah. just, they were just kind of in limbo for like two years, three years. Right. So it's good to know that they actually have a release date for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so it's, it's coming out fall 2023, so they're probably going to start production like early next year. There's Ironheart, which is fall 2023. I know Riri Williams is supposed to show up in Black Panther uh, 2, right. which we did see in the. Yeah, um, we did see like a Black Panther and She-Hulk trailers mm-hmm. for you know before I think they announced this, which I did do a re- reaction for those too. So shameless plug number two. Uh, check out our YouTube channel on you know link in the, the description of the episode. Um, but uh, yeah, Ironheart. I don't really know much about her to be honest. Is one of those newer characters I don't really care that much about. Right. That being said, I mean I kind of felt the same way about Ms. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, but after playing like some of the Avengers game and watching the series, I do actually like that character, so maybe they'll yeah. make me like Ironheart. Right. We'll see. Uh, I mean, honestly, at this point for the Marvels, I'm mostly interested in seeing that because of Ms. Marvel and um, Monica. Monica yeah. Rambeau. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It could be good. I, I, the problem I have with Ironheart is she feels more like a ripoff of Iron Man to me, right. than Ms. Marvel does of Captain Marvel.
1: Yeah, because Ms. Marvel is, like, inhuman, or in the case of the MCU, she's a mutant, and so she's distinctly different than, than Captain Marvel, whereas Ironheart right. doesn't she... really have that with Iron Man.
0: Right, she just sort of, like, builds her own suit, like Tony Stark. And Winter, 2023-24, so I'm guessing it's going to start, like, in December and end in, like, January. Right. Um, We have Agatha Coven of Chaos, which is different. It was going to be the House of Harkness. Right i'll be honest i really could not give less of a crap about this um yeah but like i i get that was okay in wandavision but i don't want to see a whole Mm -hmm. series about her
1: yeah i i think that this is just here to kind of like clarify a lot of the things with a lot of the loose threads with wandavision like why is pietro there what was the deal with the commercials Mm. etc and all those unanswered questions i think that's what this is here for but i honestly have no idea
0: yeah potentially it could also kind of bring in more of the magic um stuff in the mcu like it might not just be about agatha could just be like opening the door to more magic based characters but i don't know i'm probably not gonna watch it unless it's like really good or something Mm -hmm. (laughs) or like you know like something happens in it that you kind of have to watch it to understand the rest which is kind of the way it is with a lot of these shows unfortunately right. and i feel like like the casual you know the average movie fan is like not going to want to watch all of these you know freaking yeah. tv shows like i was even even talked to my friend who's like seen pretty much all the movies for the most part um and just saying like you know there's like too much it's like oversaturization he doesn't really care anymore you know right right so I feel like it's almost getting to the point where only diehard like, <clears throat> MCU and Marvel fans are really going to watch everything and understand everything.
1: Right. Because basically we're getting more content over the next two years than we did over the first 10 years of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, basically. And there's like there's never not going to be a new thing. And so by the end yeah. of like Avengers 6, it's like we're going to need a, a break or space some of this stuff out because it's just one thing after the next
0: it is starting to feel a bit like quantity over quality right uh, to a certain degree but eh, whatever uh then there's daredevil born again which is coming Mm -hmm. spring 2024 that's that daredevil series that was announced a few weeks ago and that's apparently supposed to be 18 episodes which is like (laughs) almost three times as long as most of the disney Mm -hmm. plus shows so far at least the marvel ones Right. so that could be cool and uh charlie cox is confirmed to come back which be speaking of which he was in the she hulk trailer at the end right uh which is pretty cool and he does have the yellow and red suit which was like um which was rumored a while ago it was r- yep. rumored a while ago that he was going to be in she hulk and have that suit but it was also rumored that he's going to have a black and red suit in echo. So I'm wondering like why he keeps like changing the costume, but I think the main right. thing that I took away from that is that, you know, he it's basically it is basically the same suit from the Netflix show. Mm. They've just recolored it. So okay. that makes me think that they are going to accept that, sh- you know, those shows as basically canon with maybe okay. a few changes, but I was unclear whether they were going to like reboot them with the same, you know, actors right. or if it was going to be Basically, continuing, you know, what happened in those shows, like accepting that,
1: right? Uh, Because Kevin Feige wasn't involved with any of the TV shows before Disney Plus, so right Netflix stuff, Cloak and Dagger, Runaways, and all that was not involved. Kevin Feige wasn't involved with it, so in the shows, they would reference the movies, but the movies would never reference the shows because Kevin Feige wasn't. So, I feel like Going forward, they're never—they're not going to say definitively if they're canon or not. They're just going to kind of take little pieces that they like and don't ignore what they don't like and just kind of move forward.
0: Sure. I mean, it, it would be easy for Daredevil to say that that's canon because they did mention the Battle of New York a couple times. I, I would definitely prefer like a somewhat continuation of that show than a total right. reboot, for especially sure. considering like how good it was. And I don't really want it to be like totally like I don't know what to call it, but like a- a- MCU atized, you know? Sure so i do have some hope for that um that 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 show no idea was going to be you know mature like the other ones but i know marvel zombies is right um so yeah we'll see um yeah so there's daredevil born again looking forward to that and then there's mm-hmm. captain america new world order on may 3rd 2024 or may may something whatever may yeah. 2024 um that's that captain america movie the Announced right after Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right. Um, not a whole lot to say about that. It's coming mm. out. Uh, New World Order. I think what wasn't that like a comic storyline? At some
1: point, I don't know for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: It it was the title of the first episode of Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier. Oh, uh, okay. Interesting. Um, and there are people like it seems like that one character uh, Joaquin is going to be. The, 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 the new Falcon, like in okay. the comics. So I'm not sure if Bucky's going to be in it. I kind of hope that they do continue with Zemo's storyline a bit in this. Right. Because he did escape and everything, So, but we'll see. And then to cap off Phase 5, we have in July 2024, Thunderbolts, which could definitely be interesting. They have been kind of setting that up mostly through the Disney Plus right. shows. Right, Like, it seems pretty clear that uh, Julia louis Dreyfus's character is mm-hmm. kind of supposed to be, like, Madame Hydra or whatever. Um, right. It, and she is basically, you know, collecting these people to j- join her team, which first one was U.S. agent John Walker. Right. Then it was uh, Yelena Belova. Mm. And then going from there, no idea. Maybe in She-Hulk they will, you know she'll recruit like abomination or something um, right? but we'll see but this is sort of in a way marvel's suicide squad um yeah. you know it's mostly like villains or in, and anti-heroes mm-hmm. um doing missions and stuff so that could be pretty cool if, done, if, if it's yeah, done right
1: yeah the interesting thing about the thunderbolts is that the initial run they were villains but in every other iteration after that they're mostly heroes like there's a current run in the comics where it's hawkeye uh, monica rambo and america chavez among other characters but that's kind of like oh, okay. the main lineup and so i was wondering like are they gonna be full-on villains are they gonna be anti-heroes or are they gonna start bad and then turn good like i'm right. I'm, really inter- I'm curious about this movie
0: it's probably gonna be like a mix because i know like u.s agent isn't exactly a, he isn't really a villain
1: Right,
0: and neither is ne- Yelena. Neither is Yelena. So yeah, it's yeah. Probably, I'm guessing it's going to be a mix of like villains and like, heroes mm-hmm. slash anti-heroes, but right. I guess we'll see. But that definitely seems like the most int- one of the most interesting projects that's going to be coming out of Marvel right. in the next couple years. Um, before we go forward, uh, let's hear a message from our sponsor. All right, now moving on to the Phase 6 announcements. Mm-hmm. So... After Phase 5, you know, after that total rundown, now we have Phase 6, which is mostly empty. They have a few slots, like, you know, for Fall, 2020, uh, 2024, 2025, all that stuff. Basically Mm. going through the end of 2025. However, they do start out with November 2024 with Fantastic Four. Right. So I'm glad we do finally have a release date for that. kind of wish it was a little sooner. Right, But, you know, it's like, what, a little over two months? I mean, two years from now? Yeah. But it does seem like they are having, I don't know if I say trouble, but they are taking a while trying to find, like, a director and actors and everything. So I guess I would prefer them to take a while and, you know, give a good film than just rush it. Exactly. Um, So there's that, and then there's pretty much the rest of Phase 6 is empty. Until the very end, Mm -hmm. we have May 2nd, 2025 is going to be Avengers of the Kang Dynasty. Right. And then that same year, November 7th, 2025, is Avengers Secret Wars. Now, that's kind of unprecedented to have two Avengers films in one year. Right. Never had anything like that. Usually if they do two parts or, you know, like direct sequels, like with uh, Infinity War and Endgame, it's like a year apart. Mm-hmm. So that makes me wonder if how connected they are. Like, are yeah. they really back-to-back, back, or is, like, one going to be, like, are, or are they going to be kind of self-contained? You know, mm-hmm. is one going to be, like, focused on Kang, and one's going to be focused on, like, Secret Wars, which could be, like, Doctor Doom or something? Right. Or is it going to be, like, a direct lead into Secret Wars? Like, is it basically just going to be, like, two parts to one long, you know, movie, basically? hmm And it, it, if it is kind of more separate, like, I'm kind of wondering if different characters will appear in each one, because there's so many characters now. There's, there's way more than was even around when Infinity War came out. Yeah. So I kind of wonder if, like, some of these, you know, one movie will focus more on, you know, a couple, like, one group of characters, and Mm -hmm. the other will focus on another group. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it's just really hard to say (laughs) at this point. There's, like, so little little to go on. But people were, you know, assuming Secret Wars was coming. Yeah. You know, especially considering the mention of convergences in Mm -hmm. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Right. So, but yeah, I definitely the, the, those both look pretty cool, but especially Secret Wars. Yeah, um, I feel like that one's probably gonna be the crazier one. Like Kang might be a little more, I don't know, grounded, and Secret Wars are just like total multiverse craziness. But right, I guess right. we'll see. Because I have heard rumors now, and I've no, you know, no idea if they're legit at all. I have heard rumors that Toby McGuire and Andrew Garfield are going to return in Secret Wars, mm-hmm. as well as from um, Patrick Stewart. Right. Um, so I guess if they were going to do, like, a crazy, you know, multiverse, like, I, it's because it's definitely going to be the cap to the whole multiverse saga, kind of right. like Endgame was to, you know, the the Infinity Saga, so, which, yeah, they, they did officially come right out and say that this is the multiverse saga, which saga, yeah. which we all knew, but it was, you know, cool to actually hear it. Um, but there are, so there's, there's that, but there are so many empty slots, you right. know, for four phase six, which... Yeah. Many are saying they're going to talk of you know release more news during D twenty three. Yeah, um, but I did hear that some that Marvel Studios has filed trademarks for a few other projects. Which it was reported before Comic Con that Secret Wars and the Kang Dynasty were trademarked by Marvel Studios. Right, like a day or two before, so these mm-hmm. might be legit too. So I heard that um, apparently they filed trademarks for Nomad. Shang-Chi and the Wreckage of Time Black Knight Origins Eternity Wars Midnight Suns Avengers Academy and Celestial's End of Time so if this is legit and these were really trademarked um, we're probably going to see some of these put into Phase 6 Yeah, Um, but some of these feel like they could go after Phase Mm 6 you know like I feel like Midnight Suns could definitely come after. Um, right. You know, that, but, because I feel like it would be a lot, because that is basically like, you know, a team-up movie or, you know, project, so. Yeah. And then Eternity Wars, that definitely feels like something big that would happen later. Right. And probably Celestials, too, because, and like, there are two of these that reference time. Shang-Chi mm-hmm. and the Wreckage of Time and Celestials End of Time so maybe right. like they're doing multiverse and after multiverse they're gonna be like do some tra- time travel stuff which they've already done but yeah i don't know it's it's, it's kind of hard to tell what they're gonna do after the multiverse but i feel like mm-hmm. bringing in the whole time element seems like a bit much right for the whole multiverse thing but who, who knows maybe you know we'll see but yeah. uh but no nomad that that is interesting to me because in the comics yeah steve rogers was the original nomad yep. and there were nomads after that but they weren't very well known mm-hmm. um, so either they're going to like you know make an unknown nomad character you know or they might bring back chris evans or something i have no idea that's kind of
1: yeah there was interesting. rumors of, about a year ago they were going to bring back chris evans so that might be what this mm-hmm. is yeah
0: maybe be interesting but i guess we'll see if these are legit and then and then black knight origins like they definitely set up kit harrington Right. kind of have his own thing going on uh, mm-hmm. at, at the end of Eternals. It seems like he might be in the Blade movie because Blade supposedly right. was that voice at the end talking to him. So that definitely seems plausible. But I guess we'll see. I noticed there's no Nova on here, which right. was confirmed to be going forward. And same thing with Wonder Man. Mm-hmm. A, a Wonder Man series. So I don't know. Who knows if yeah. it's legit or not, but yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Um, So... I didn't mention the animated stuff coming out of Marvel. I, I did make a video uh, on that on the YouTube channel, but... Um, so, I think it was, like, Friday they announced all the animated stuff. And yeah. I think the most notable was probably Spider-Man Freshman Year, at least for me, mm-hmm. just because it's kind of confusing. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, so we have What If Season 2, which, for some reason, they're doing more Captain Carter... I guess. I guess like there's multiple versions of Captain Carter, like the one. I think the the one in Doctor
1: Strange was a different version than the one. I I guess,
0: which is just kind of confusing, and I don't really care. (laughs) But yeah, okay. Uh, And then there is, uh, uh, what was it? Marvel Zombies. Marvel Zombies. Which looks kind of interesting. It seems like the main characters are mostly going to be like newer characters right. they introduced in like phase four mm-hmm. like uh shang chi and yelena and red guardian and whatnot and right. uh, kate, kate kate bishop and i think what's interesting to me though is that they, they have a zombie icarus which i feel like would be pretty hard to stop uh right. so that could be interesting it's also interesting too because you know he's an eternal and right. i find it interesting that he, he he could be infected by whatever virus is mm-hmm. causing this so I don't know if they'll explain that or just
1: want us to accept it, but eh, whatever. Um, yeah. In the, in the comics, the virus is not your typical zombie virus. Like they still, um, they're, they're still, they still remain, they still remain intelligent and they can still communicate. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're not quite zombies the way that you might think they're intelligent and they can still communicate. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're not quite zombies the way that you might think they are. Sure. Um, yeah, another thing that this is this is far fetched, but um, in the comics they did cross over with the Evil Dead, and so I feel like okay. that would be very cool if they brought Bruce Campbell in because now that it's TV mm, I'm like, yeah, that's, we could bring him in now. Because if it wasn't, I feel like then what's the point? Yeah, what's but, the yeah. point? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Huh? Interesting. I yeah, I, I, I do know Sony. But I think they they own the rights to Evil Dead, right?
1: Okay. Yeah. It's so, it's yeah I don't know who does because Warner Brothers is making the new movie and oh
0: oh yeah right. I didn't know it was Warner, Warner Brothers, Brothers okay.
1: stuff, so I don't know I don't know.
0: Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, and yeah, that is what I was gonna mention that this series is TVMA, which right is pretty interesting because the first like Marvel like studios produced show that has been right. TV mature so. Kind of makes me wonder if they're going to do more of that or, Mm -hmm. you know, they might actually consider making, you know, R-rated movies. I I, I also noticed Deadpool isn't on here. Right. Anywhere. Or the mutants. There's no talk about mutants yet, which they already, like, you know, did bring that up in Ms. Marvel at the end. So Mm -hmm. I was kind of figuring they would bring up the mutants at Comic-Con, but I guess not. So maybe they're one of the projects in Phase 6 because I feel like if they're going to have, you know, everybody... In secret wars you would want to have the mutants in there Mm -hmm. at least some of them some of the main ones but right i guess we will see uh but yeah so then there's spider-man freshman year Mm -hmm. which apparently isn't canon apparently it's sort of like a you know almost like a what if timeline okay because instead of tony stark being his mentor norman Osborn is his mentor Mm -hmm. Uh, plus he has like different suits than he did in the mcu when he first started and, um, you know, there's villains in it that we did not see until No Way Home, like like, like Doctor Octopus, right? And Scorpion too. Like Mac Gargan was introduced in Homecoming, but he has not been Scorpion yet. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff. It, it basically seems like they're doing their own thing, right? You know, with that, but just it's but it's still a Marvel Studios thing. So it, it's kind of confusing. But I know Dare, Daredevil is in it, and right. he is voiced by Charlie Cox. So that's interesting. And I'm pretty sure Doctor Strange is in it, but it doesn't seem connected to the actual MCU, which it seemed like it was going to be at first. It seemed like it was going to be about Peter, you know, before Civil War. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard some people, like, suggesting that they're, like, trying to basically reboot Spider-Man because Tom Holland, like, isn't signing on for more movies. But I don't think – I I don't really see that being the case, especially considering Sony owns the rights to that. Right. So – you know, I don't think Marvel would be rebooting Spider Man without Sony's, you know, approval and everything.
1: Yeah,
0: plus, which which is a bit confusing to me because I I kind of wonder like how they are able to use Spider Man and uh, all the characters in a Marvel Studios yeah. show. They must have made a deal with Sony. I
1: think because before Disney Plus, there was there was a Spider Man cartoon that was on the Disney That's show. True. So I think that Disney Actually, might own some sort of animated rights to Spider-Man. Yeah, Man.
0: I think I did hear that. I think Sony only owns, like, you know, live action and, like, merchandising and stuff like that. Whereas yes. Disney, like, Marvel still has rights to, like, animated versions. So that's probably yes. why they are doing, a, like, an alternate universe version of Spider-Man. Because they can't right. use the live action version. Mm-hmm. They, 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 like, they don't technically have the rights to Tom Holland's version. Right. Um, but... Yeah, so there's there there there's that, and it's already been renewed for sophomore year, second season, huh? um, which is kind of funny when they do that before it even comes out. Yeah. Uh, and then there's X Men '97, which is like a revival continuation of the old '90s X Men right. series, which is pretty cool. Um, I've watched bits and pieces of that, but it is very like n- you know kind of a n- nostalgic show for me. Yeah. Um, and I do find it, find it interesting that they've they have used the '97. Or you know the 1990s X-Men uh, theme. Yeah. Tw- twice in the MCU already. Mm-hmm. Um, like when pro- when Professor X showed up in Multiverse of Madness, they sort of right. worked that into the score. And then again when Bruno mentioned in Ms. Marvel that she you know had some sort of m- mutation, they, yeah. they they played it again. So I kind of wonder like, is that are they kind of sort of gonna take a lot of inspiration from that 90s show? Mm-hmm. for the mutants in the mcu which yeah. i think would be kind of interesting and kind of cool because mm-hmm. the 90s show was based a lot on the like older comics yeah from like the 80s which was arguably kind of the golden age of x-men mm-hmm. um so if they do that that would what would be kind of cool if it's done right but i, I think guess we'll
1: see the reason why they keep playing that song is similar to because uh, in, in a lot of the new spider-man movies they play the 60s theme that's true. And so I think they're just kind of just referencing that. But, I mean, I yeah. don't know. They, they could pull a lot more from the 97 show. I don't know.
0: That is true. Like, it could just be sort of like a n- nostalgia cue, you know. Right. But at the same time, they haven't actually used that Spider-Man theme in the actual movies. They, okay. They, they've only done it in the promo material and, like, the trailers. Okay. Um, but they haven't actually worked that theme song into the the score of any of the MCU Spider-Man movies. So. Okay. But you may be right. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I would just kind of spitballing. So, yeah. I guess we will see. But yeah. I do think that is, like, the most iconic, you know, X Men theme. Yeah. So, it would be kind of cool if they kind of worked that into whatever Mutants movies or show they they decide to make. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, that was pretty much all of the noteworthy stuff at San Diego Comic Con. Right. Um, I, I, I did forget to mention that <laughs> Dwayne Johnson showed up, like, in his uh-huh. old Black Adam suit to the to, to yeah. hall H, which. It's 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 always cool when actors do that. Um, mm-hmm. I know, like you know, Tom Hiddleston did that as Loki and oh,
1: yeah.
0: all that. But what was cool about this one is he was basically like on like an elevated like platform, Look, right. like it kind of little lo- it kind of looked like he was hovering over everyone. And they had like a, l- a light show and everything to make it seem like he was shooting lightning. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool. But yeah, that was San Diego Comic Con. Marvel definitely um, beat the stuffing out of DC, which right. I feel like. I feel like there was more hype, you know, for DC. Like I'm not sure DC ever really said, you know, they were going to do anything big. Right. Comic Con was more like expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when looking back on it, like I said earlier, it kind of makes sense because Warner Brothers Discovery is still pretty new as a merger and right. a company. Right. And they really probably don't have even have much of a game plan yet. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and going and before that, in the description of the actual panel. It it did ju- just say Black Black Adam and Shazam Fury of the Gods. It didn't say like you know a whole DC movie panel or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But yep, yeah, that is it. You had anything else you wanted to mention? Yeah, just
1: a couple of things. Um, they okay. did the trailer for Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. Which yeah. looks good, but I'm excited yeah. for it because it's the same directors that did Game Night, and that's a really good movie.
0: Yeah, that yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Uh, Jonathan Goldstein and the other guy. <laughs> right. right. Um, yeah. I, 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 got his name but yeah they directed game night and they mm-hmm. co-wrote spider-man um homecoming and okay. the horrible bosses movies okay so they and they did, they've done one or two other comedies yeah i think the yeah. vacation like the vacation reboot okay were, i think they directed that or co-wrote that too so
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah so I've, I've never done done dungeons and dragons but it looks really cool yeah,
0: I, I've played a little bit, and, like, yeah, I do like how they've kind of captured, like, the average campaign. that's just, like, right. cr- craziness and messing up all the time, you know?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Bruce Campbell did an interview with Comic Book Resource, I believe. He talked about a couple of things. He said the new movie uh, did, did really well in the screeners, and so it could potentially see a theatrical release. Originally, it was oh, just cool. intended for straight to HBO Max. The oh, only okay. thing about that is um, that if it goes to theaters, they're probably going to cut it back to get an R rating, um, because the original one and the 2013 movie, their original cuts were both NC-17, but oh, they had well, to cut because... the, the 2013 one down to be rated R. You're right. So it's probably going to be that. If, if this new one goes to theaters, it's probably going to do that, which is its R rating is still pr- pretty good. Um, yeah. And then he also talked about the potential of doing a, an animated series based on The Evil Dead. So, oh,
0: okay, Interesting.
1: Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Hmm.
0: Cool. Um, yeah. What's what? What is his involvement with the movie? Because I heard he's not like necessarily starring in it or is Yeah. He at this point.
1: No, I don't think he's starring in it. Just um, he, he's 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 credited as a producer. Okay. Uh, same with Sam Raimi. They're not creatively involved in any way, but they're producing the film.
0: Gotcha. Okay. And then that Evil Dead series, was there, like, any more info on it? Like, would it be following, like, Ash or, like, people from the new movie or what?
1: Yeah, so he said that there could potentially be an evil – he said potentially be an Ash versus the Evil Dead series, which to me implies okay. that it's a continuation of the show, Ash versus yeah. the Evil Dead, that was canceled yeah, a think? couple years ago. Um, but, yeah, that's all that was said.
0: Okay. Oh,
1: cool. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, that – just about wraps it up thank you everyone for listening or watching if you're if you're watching on YouTube and right. uh, be sure to check out our social media and uh, check out our YouTube channel